Here on Cancel Me Baby, I talk a lot about people going, the average person going after and trying to cancel celebrities. But let me ask you this. Has a celebrity ever tried to cancel you? Well, you guessed right, my friend. Yes, you did. Because this has in fact happened to me. And guess what? It's really a full circle moment here, which we love. We love a full circle Nostradamus moment because said celebrity is now in the news kind of for the same thing that she sort of tried to cancel me for five years ago. So how about that shit? And I'm going to get into this today because I think it says so much about not only this cancel culture and celebrities, like thinking that they shit don't stink, you know, as Outcast used to say, but about where we are headed and this whole victim mentality. Without further ado, three days ago, Chrissy Teigen quits Twitter. That's a little bit of a tongue twister for you. A little bit of a tongue twister. I'm also sexually deprived, so my mouth is not worn in. Okay. Has nothing to do with anything. And let me just say, this is not a berating, you know, bashing Chrissy Teigen session by any means. Like I said, I am going somewhere with this. But unlike, I don't know, 99.9% of the people on the internet talking about this, I actually have a real life PTSD experience in which Chrissy and I had a litter, 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 little Twitter feud. What is with the tongue twisters today? Someone send help. Okay. Three days ago, Chrissy quits Twitter. This is the worst tongue twister of all time. Here's what she says a little bit. I'm paraphrasing. It's true. The platform no longer serves me as positively as it does negatively. So with that, I bid you adieu. It's not the bullying. It's not the trolls. The trolls I can deal with, although it weighs on you. It's just me. Then she goes on to say, you know, all of this negativity really just like hits her on a deep soul. Now, girl, some people, I'm going to get to how celebrities are reacting. It's probably what you can imagine. Some people are calling it a little hypocritical because they're like, wait a sec, you're like, the Twitter trolls ambassador spokesperson brand leader liaison. (laughs) So what come again now, your girl here, your one and only T Ferbs wrote a piece on this very thing five years ago to the month, March, 2016. I shit you not. Okay. Now buckle up. Because you are going to go on the roller coaster of dreams or nightmares, depending on how you interpret it. Because I'm going to take you in to 1515 Broadway. Yeah, it's the old TRL studio where I worked, where all this shit like kind of went down. Okay, so I was a writer at BH1 at the time. Actually, I wasn't in the TRL building because I had just transferred to LA. This is an important part of the story. Just transferred to LA. And I wrote a piece called (laughs) Chrissy Teigen is Twitter's biggest hypocrite. This is from March 10th, 2016. Okay. So (laughs) yes, I am a witch. It's true. And the reason that I wrote this post is because I saw her trying to combat trolls going after her with more bullying, calling these random strangers to my recollection things like shithead, you know, you guys are a bunch of shitheads, basically being a bully to these bullies. So I called her a hypocrite because I basically said in the piece, 
you're fighting fire with fire right now. You know, I basically laid it out and said, you're a public figure and you're going to get this shit. I'm not saying that makes it easier. Right. But I kind of laid it out and said, in my mind, you kind of have two options. You either a walk away, know that as a public figure, you're going to get shit or B handle it with grace, you know, express how you feel. You know, I'm all about first amendment moment, but I don't appreciate bullying, especially like women on women. <laughs> now, number one, does this sound familiar to y'all? Are you having a little deja vu? Mm-hmm. I thought so. It's that consistency, right? You guys remember my big 50th episode of Cancel Me Baby. I talked all about how I support women saying what they want to say, but I can't get behind the bullying. I was bullied. It hits a certain way. The, the nasty name calling and the undercutting and, de- and degradate, degradate. I can't talk today. So I'm just going to tell you this episode with my mind. But you get what I mean. I just don't think it gets us anywhere. And at the end of the day, it's just not nice. So with that said, though, I don't think I've said this before, and I feel like this is why I have to make it super clear, right? With that said, I don't think that women need to be treated with kid gloves. I've said it before. We're tough enough. We should call each other out. We need to, you know, we can disagree. I just, the name calling and the bullying, it's a no for me. I can support women saying whatever they want to say, but I don't have to like it. The difference between how I feel in the cancel culture is I would never say that you can't say that or you need to go away, period. I can challenge it and I can rebuttal. Again, I don't have to like it, but I'm never going to say that you need to shut up or can't be able to say it. What I wrote in the piece and thankfully, so here's a line from it. Okay. And I'm glad this line is saved because if you try to Google the piece, my friend, you will find a bunch of tumbleweed. Okay. You will find a bunch of tumbleweed. It is no longer to be seen. And I'm going to explain why (laughs) cancellation before cancel culture, honey, here's a line in it. And I feel like this really sums up the piece. It says Chrissy Teigen is pissed as all shit at faceless user, faceless Twitter trolls going in on her, her life and her marriage. It's understandable, but adding fuel to the fire isn't Bada boom, bada bang. Okay. So I'm in LA. I had just moved. I wrote this piece and you guys know I'm one opinionated bitch, right? So I write it and I'm like, got to call her out. I just, I don't think this is the move. This isn't the way to go. I I understand your feelings, but, and, and this is another thing. And I think I said this in the piece too, like say what you want about the Kardashians, say what you want. But when it comes to this shit, there are some classy broads. I know sometimes Chloe will be in the comment section, whatever. I don't know if it's because Kris Jenner has those bitches on a tight ass leash or what and and like trying to get that those business deals and not trying to like tarnish their image. But you can you imagine how much shit those women get every single day and you don't see them, you know, going on and being like, you know, fuck you guys, you shitheads, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so. I'm in a meeting. I put the post up. There it is. It's it's live on the interweb. Okay. Next thing I know, I'm on a like a video conference call. I'm alone in LA. I had just moved there like five months prior. So I didn't know anyone, nothing. And my team in New York was on a huge, we were on a big conference call. So I was in video while they were all together in this conference meeting, right? And this uh, what is it called? Like a conference room. So all of a sudden they start being like, uh, Taylor. Taylor, unbeknownst to me, 
but I found out then and there while we are all sitting in this meeting that Chrissy Teigen sees the article and starts going the fuck in. First, she starts going on a Twitter tirade against VH1. I'm going to read you some of the tweets because they're still, they're artifacts of the internet now. Even Indiana Jones wouldn't have a hard time finding this shit. Thank God. And then she started going in on me personally, literally tweeting at Taylor Ferber. And I'm going to get to that exchange. Okay. So here are some of her tweets. She says, VH1, excuse me. Defending myself is being a hypocrite. I have never once randomly sought out someone to attack. False. Going to get to that later. Do you think that when you become a celebrity, someone poofs dust in your face and your emotions are done away with? No, which I even acknowledged in the piece in the aforementioned passage. VH1, do you have any idea how much shit I read daily? It's my fault for reading or letting it get to me. Going on and on. I love interacting. These are all separate tweets. I love interacting with my fans. I love to hear what they have to say. I can't robotically create blinders, but no, it's not the asshole's fault. They're assholes. It's mine, huh? Yet again, I'm like, clearly you didn't read my piece, like just calling people names who you don't know, but okay. Um, one could say, oh, so this is the best. So here she goes. One could say you are bullying me in a vulnerable moment where I am clearly upset. Why don't you stop policing people's emotions and learn what a hypocrite is now? Then she starts going in on me personally. Right. And I'm having an exchange with her. Like I would have in 2021, honey, I basically say like, it's free speech. We can have a discussion. We can disagree period again, consistency, consistency, four syllables that are my favorite now. Okay. So as you can imagine, VH1 starts losing their shit. Okay. They're like immediately take down the piece, delete. And I'm shitting myself because I just moved to LA and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like what is going on? Right. Can you imagine just put yourself in that position? And let me say to, let me say to guys, I am not, and nor did I then play the victim. I'm going to talk about why in a minute. Right. So people start losing their shit. They're like, you need to delete the post. You need to delete your tweets. Okay. So that's why the post is no longer there. That's why my tweet exchange with her is no longer there either, but she did block me on Twitter. And that is a receipt that will probably be on my fridge and till the end of time. So next thing, and meanwhile, like I'm an overachiever goody two shoes. Like the fact that this is even happening, I'm shitting bricks right now, shitting bricks. Like I am that kid in class who sits front row, raises her hand and the other kids are throwing erasers at like, that is me. So I'm shitting my pants right now at the thought of like rocking the boat at my own company for an opinion I had. Okay. So next thing I know, I get a call from my two bosses who are in New York. Again, I'm in LA. They put me on speaker and they're basically saying, and they're really cool people and we're cool now. It's all good. But at the time they were kind of saying like, you know, tis tis Taylor, like she was just, you know, she's just defending herself. She's just defending herself. And, and still like, I stood my ground. I'm like, okay, but I don't think it has to be this way. Like I stand by what I said in my piece or I wouldn't have wrote it. I don't think you need to defend yourself against bullies by being a bully. Doesn't make sense. Right. So they're like, all right, just stand by, like, we're going to figure out what to do with all this. Okay. So it ends up being a whole thing with HR. HR calls me like the fact that HR is calling me, I'm shitting bricks. Cause again, 
overachiever. Okay. So HR calls me and they start being like, can you send this receipt? Can you send that receipt? And get a load of this. This is, I'm telling you, cancellation before cancel culture was a thing. They suspended me. So you can only imagine I'm what, 23, maybe 24, just moved to LA, brand new city away from all my family, all my friends and getting suspended from a huge corporation. Okay. PTSD, bitch. When I was looking this up yesterday, I lit up my heart, like sank into my ass. I was like, oh my God, I'm reliving this all over again. Like I put it in the vault of my nightmares. And when this happened, keep in mind, everyone was picking it up. I'm going to put up some screen grabs here for those of you watching, like Huffington Post put it up, AOL, Yahoo. Um, I think uh, Entertainment Tonight, like all of these sites were like, you know, Chrissy Teigen goes ham on VH1 for calling her a hypocrite. Okay. So meanwhile, I'm rocking in fetal position in my LA apartment alone. So when push comes to shove, I decide, you know, they suspend me and I hadn't really heard anything. And I talked to my best friend at the time. And I feel like, again, this is something we see a lot now, right? Sticking by what you mean. So he said to me, he goes, you're at a crossroad. You have a choice. You can either succumb to this, apologize, right? The early cancel culture, apologize to VH1, apologize to Chrissy Teigen and do what they want. Or you stick your, you know, you hold your own, stick to your guns and walk away. And guess what I did? Mm, Can anyone guess show of hands in this class? I walked away. And I had said at the time, number one, again, I stand by what I believe. And if the company doesn't want to have my back, that's on you. And the reason that they said it was such an issue was because technically she had been hosting lip sync battle on spike and they were both owned by Viacom. So it was an employee versus employee issue. And I said this at the time, but my issue with it, and I say this a lot now is that listen, I don't give a fuck that she's famous. Sorry. I've been employed longer than she has. I'm a committed, dedicated, fantastic employee. I don't give a fuck that she's famous and she gets preferential treatment over me in this like feud, if you want to call it. I don't care. To me, it's human to human. I don't care that she's a celebrity. And don't, I say that so much in my show now, like we're all people. Why are you special? Sorry. So between that sticking to my guns, because again, no bullying policy up in this bitch and also standing by what you mean. Didn't I say that? How many times enough do I say that? Right. I walked away. And what's funny is that I feel like there are parallels now because at the time, and this is again, where like celebrities are in their own little world, right? So at the time, people who had written it up, like the Huffington Post, they were all on Chrissy's side, right? They were like, preach girl. Oh yeah, yeah, woo, woo. Okay, like giving her a lap dance. Here are some comments. I think this was on the Huffington Post piece from regular Joes like you and me who have the brains. One person said, so a woman whose primary claim to fame is being a bully on Twitter can't handle being called out for hypocrisy? Shocking, right? Another person said, Tegan is a hypocrite. She is the biggest bully on Twitter. She even bullies other celebrities, which I'm going to get to in a minute. 
then getting the god smack she so rightlessly so righteously deserves women like her want the right to attack or say what they want without reprisal if you can dish be prepared to take so this is going to go into my larger issue about where we are today and i feel like this holds true to now because chrissy leaves twitter now and look at what these celebrities cut to now are writing on her post about quitting right ronan farrow who i love but he says it's psychologically damning it's a psychologically damning place and i'm glad you're talking about it like coddling and breastfeeding her okay chriselle Stoss says you will be missed uh some other person with a blue check says self-care you are loved by so many someone said brooklyn decker love you who i also love brooklyn decker neither here nor there bobby i don't know who that is but he says i don't blame you love uh, miss you already says the betches site aaron foster people have and i love the foster sisters too they're fucking hilarious but she says People having the ability to not anonymously attack each other on a public forum, bringing out the worst of humanity. Okay, I agree. You guys know I hate the cancel culture, et cetera. But this is what I mean, number one, about how it goes into today. Even then, how regular ass people are like, why, how is no one calling out this hypocrisy and dishing it, but not, be able, not being able to take it and perpetuating the very thing that you're crying about and that you don't like, right? This negative environment. Like, it's insane to me. All these celebs are like, oh, we're so sad for you. And you could see even back then people were like, uh, no, you're, it's hypocritical. I'm sorry, but it is like, call it out. Now we have one celeb though, who is calling it out. And it's literally when I'm seeing the headlines, I'm like, I am a Houdini in a time machine because the headlines are all saying her name is Courtney Stoden. Um, I believe she's like a reality TV star was on big brother and couples therapy and stuff like that. So she, all the headlines about this are like Courtney, uh, Courtney Stoden, you know, calls Chrissy Teigen a hypocrite for leaving the reasons she left Twitter, right? Nostradamus again has entered the chat. He's in the elevator. He's in the building. Okay. Basically this woman says that she was attacked by Chrissy Teigen she was reality TV fodder. I don't know her, but I guess she was like, she was like 16 and married like a 50 year old man and like blah, blah, blah. But she's like, I don't even know this girl. So, so she basically insinuates like, that's the reason Chrissy went after her. So she posts these tweets from Chrissy from 2011, um, in which they're really, again, they're just mean. Like they're not, it's not like a smart argument or a point to make. They're just flat out mean. This is what I mean about the bullying. Okay. There's a difference. So one post that Courtney put up of Chrissy's about her says saying Courtney Stoden's Facebook page got shut down for being too sexy is like saying the Nazis were just meanies as in not quite not like why then she goes um she literally tweeted one saying at Courtney Stoden I hate you <laughs> that's so nice oh and then she says to her go to sleep forever what here's just some others what drug makes you do what you do with your mouth asking for a friend who wants to know how to look like an idiot at courtney stoden do you have a family question mark okay like this is what i mean you guys this is the same shit i was talking about in my piece in 2016 five years ago time portal back to the future doc where you at because it's happened right and I stand by it now. Now, 
good for Courtney for calling this out and having this like trippy psychedelic moment of the past revisited. Okay. Again, this is the shit I was saying. Be consistent. So here's the thing, guys. I feel like beyond what I said, right? Standing by what you say, celebrities getting preferential treatment, like they're like, God took a shit and this is them. And my anti, I just can't with the bullying. Okay. That's not, I'm sorry. Like I'm all for empowering women, but like, you can't, you can't have it both ways. And this is where we are going with this cancel culture. I had my last 1984 book club this week and it was so much fun. And someone made a really good point. And they said, what's happening now is like the boy who cried wolf. Everybody is the boy who cried wolf. And it's literally become like the victim Olympics, right? I'm the bigger victim. I'm the bigger victim. And I feel like this is really like showing a a path into where this whole culture is going. An example of this as well, it's not quite the same, but the idea that Chrissy Teigen is a total bully and then quits Twitter, like perpetuates this culture and then quits Twitter for that, namely for that reason, for being so negative. Okay. It's like, just, just take accountability. Just be like, okay, like I added to it Bye. you know, but no one can do that. That's the thing. We're in a time where, listen, I have a huge ass ego and I always have to be right. So I get it, but we're in a time where everybody has to be validated. It's the participation trophy with kids. Sorry to my future fetuses. You ain't getting one. Like everyone's feelings have to be validated. And you know, while I don't like cancel culture, what's happening is like, if people fuck up, they then try to make themselves a victim. So, and even it went back to like when Chrissy Teigen in that tweet, that's why one of the most ones that stands out is when she went against me in VH1 is saying like, you guys are the ones bullying me in a vulnerable moment. It's like, just own it. Like you can't do it and then turn around and say it's happening. It's like the boy who cried wolf, right? Okay. So I think this was last week. Uh, yes, it was after the Colorado shooting, which was absolutely terrible. Same sort of idea at USA Today, their specific race and inclusion editor. So this is their job. This is this woman's job, race and inclusion at USA Today. Okay. This is her position. This is literally her title. She's Indian American. Her name is Himal Javari. As soon as the Colorado shootings happened, she responded to a tweet that said something like, you know, I'm really sick of being people being killed just when a white man has a bad day and has an AR-15. Is that what it's called? Okay, guns scare me, so I don't know. But she responded to it going, it's always an angry white man, period. Always. So we come to find out that it wasn't a white man. So USA Today fires her. Now, do I think that she should have been fired? Probably not. It was a mistake. The alarming part is, I'm going to be honest, you are the inclusion and race editor. And so I think we see where your feelings or biases towards white men really lie, like Freudian ass slip right there in broad daylight, right? Okay. And she then goes on though to say that I have a, a, she wrote a blog post about this and it says, and she apologizes. She said it was a knee jerk reaction. I was emotional. Um, It doesn't represent my commitment to racial equality. I regret sending it. I apologize and deleted it. But then she basically goes to say 
that USA Today firing her is an example of white supremacy, essentially. And she says when she was there, she faced constant microaggressions, outright racist remarks, while white co- uh, also saying that white colleagues got away with more shit and were still employed. She also said, you know, USA Today values equality and inclusion, but only when it's in its rightful place, it's ultimately subservient to white authority. So basically she's saying that they're they're all about diversity and inclusion when it's convenient to them. Otherwise they um, give preferential treatment to white people, right? So here's the thing. I mean, I don't know what what went on there. I don't know. And I want to say too, good for her. Like clearly I'm all about calling out the establishment girl, like all day long. I've done it on here, like calling out VH1 for not, and I get it. I felt like VH1 didn't have my back at at that time too. That's why I was pissed again. I was like, I'm not going to be the scapegoat, you know, for voicing a totally fair opinion F this, right? So I'm all about it. Like go for it, go for it, call them out. The part that I don't like is to me, it seems like you got called out, you made a mistake. And so now it's like, you're throwing darts in the dark being like, well, they're white supremacists. And this is an example of that. And and kind of making yourself the victim. You know what I mean? Race. I know it's a totally, it's, it's a more intense, deep rooted issue, but that's what I feel. And I'm also like, girl, you're, I don't know what went on there again. I'm not sure, but your job was the race and inclusion editor. So why are you just calling this shit out now? Like, I just find that hard to believe she worked there for eight years. So I'm like, not only was this your job, you had eight years to call out this bullshit and you conveniently do it when they fire you and call you out for something. This is what I mean about the victim mentality that's happening right now. It's like you get called out and then somehow spin it to make yourself the victim. And, you know, cancel culture is all about accountability, right? And, you know, I think the whole cancel culture thing is fucking absurd. Shout out to Sharon Stone for calling bullshit on this, right? And her iconic pussy. But this is the part that, again, makes me, I see where we're going with this. It's like, if we want accountability, I don't think it's a rate. It's the witch hunt and erasing someone's life again. I don't think she should have been fired. It was a mistake, right? I don't think we need all this intense reprimanding left, right, and sideways. Why can't it just be something as simple as fucking owning up to it and be like, you know what, guys, I messed up. I made a mistake. My bad, right? That's real accountability in my mind, not the intense sweeping of destroying someone's life out on the cross for everyone to throw tomatoes at them and not twisting it and turning it so you're somehow the victim. Again, I joke that we have no chill, but maybe a little bit of chill is going, I fucked up, my bad. There, that's accountability, bing, bing, boom. That's where I really wanted to take this is to show you that this carousel 360 water lodge moment, I don't know why I'm talking in amusement park slang, but you get it, is so relevant to today. It really shows you It really shows you where we're going. Number one, that the victim is somehow, we're making it so that victimhood is like glorified. I said this in my book club. I miss like an underdog story. I feel like that's what kids need to be seeing, right? Not twisting everything to make them the victim. Like the story of Sylvester Stallone. I love it. How long he slept in his car until he got Rocky, you know, picked up by a studio because he wrote it and no one would take it. Right. 
sleeping in his car on that grind, on that hustle. Like, I love that. I feel like, sorry, maybe we need a little bit of uh, thicker skins. And this is why I bring it back to the victim behavior yet again, because in that moment, I totally could have played the victim. And I'm sure on some level deep down, I did being like, how could this be happening? It's this big, it's like David and Goliath. Like, how am I little old Taylor going to go up against Chrissy Teigen with 50 million followers? But I didn't. I was like, I stand by it. If you, the company doesn't want, aren't in line with what I'm saying, then roll with or roll out. And you know what? It was the best decision I have ever made. It changed my entire life because I don't even know. I would have been a corporate slave had I stayed, honestly, because after that, I just took a, took a leap of faith and I ended up doing all the red carpet work. I did all the traveling, launching my very own site leading to this podcast. So this girl, I am forever indebted because girl, your feelings changed my life for the better. But this is what I mean. It's like, I, I, and that's another thing where I'm, I have that consistency in thinking I am never a proponent of being a victim, rise above it, be better. Maybe we need to toughen up because right now we're glorifying the victim. Everything is like the boy who cried wolf. And in my mind, that really takes away from not only people who are really severely bullied and need help, but even if there are issues in the workplace or whatever it is, every time someone turns around and calls himself a victim, when it comes down to it, and there are people who really need it and need that attention or help, it just waters it down and it takes away from them and their issues. So with that said, I say we all grow some balls, have some real accountability, like I said, I get it. I hate nothing more than watching the Cuomo's make out on network TV and being wrong. So I get it. And all I can say is thank you, Chrissy Teigen girl for feeling your feelings and proving yet again that I was right. Check mate.